Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus the Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Lord God Almighty. Lord, we welcome You. We honor You. Thank You for everything. Thank You, Holy Spirit, for revealing Jesus Christ to us. I believe with those listening for their physical needs, emotional needs, spiritual needs, every need, and I We know, Jesus, that You meet all of our needs. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I also believe with them that You'll reveal Your glory to them. The glory of the Lord. Amen. I pray for Israel, for the peace of Jerusalem, for the peace of Israel. Send out laborers, Lord, to the harvest there and in the Middle East and, and lead us to intercede. Amen, amen. In the glorious, wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Humans were born to fellowship with God, with Jesus Christ. He's the most wonderful, most beautiful person in the universe. He's literally the Lord God Almighty. That's an eternal revelation. He's the Savior. He's many, many things things, many revelations of Jesus Christ, but at the very heart, the Lord God Almighty, that He offers to fellowship with man and with women. That's an incredible, truly an unspeakable revelation. The purpose of life and the reason for living living is to know the only true God, and we know Him through Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Father. And it's this glorious celebration. There's, I want to emphasize that over and over again. What's the greatest celebration? Him and His glory and all that He is. His nature, His attributes, His qualities, what He does, what He's doing today, what He's offering to mankind. Everything that He offers is beyond, in the natural, it's beyond our comprehension, but the Holy Spirit reveals them. Amen. That's that's the secret, you might say, that's not a secret any longer, that those of us alive today are so fortunate because the Holy Spirit's available to us. For 4,000 years before Jesus Christ, there's a mystery around what I'm about to say, but the Holy Spirit would come upon people, right? And then the Holy Spirit, God followed, uh, led and followed the Israelites. The cloud of glory, that fire, the the shining in Isaiah, I believe it says, the shining of a flaming fire by night. That's the Holy Spirit. But but there was... I don't want to get into that. That's a separate thing. But, but basically now, this is so wonderful. This is the greatest news. The Holy Spirit, God Almighty, Jesus Christ Himself, is available to every person on the earth time their entire life. For all eternity, He's available. That's what I just said in the last 10-15 seconds. That's an example. One of the greatest examples, perhaps, of His nature, of His 
giving nature of him and all that he is that he offers himself like that to every person. Another example, maybe the greatest example. Let's just look at Jesus' words, the most famous verse. God has given His Son, Jesus Christ, to the whole world in, in three eternal revelations, really more than just three, but we know He gave Him as a man who died for the world. That's, the, that's what I wanted to say first, perhaps the greatest revelation of Him and His love. <clears throat> but, but so many more. He's given the Holy Spirit, as I've just said, to every person on the earth today. Seven and a half billion people on the earth. He's available to every person. Okay, and then He will give to those who simply who choose Him and walk with Him, He'll give the Holy Spirit to them, Jesus Christ to them, for eternity. So, within this, let me continue to emphasize that He offers to fellowship. As I've said, it's, that is not spoken about a lot. It's just not. I was a Christian a long time and never even re- heard that. I was like... I went through the, the um, phases, the phase, that born-again phase, just like every believer does. Here, I want to make a point. Now, it's, it's every believer, of course, begins in the born-again phase. And so, before they get born of the Holy Spirit, they're trying on their own to walk with God, right? To walk with Jesus Christ. To be like Jesus. To do ministry. And it doesn't work. Nothing works. Because they haven't been born of the Holy Spirit. It's very simple. Then, when we move into the second phase, Amen, the Holy Spirit, we now realize this, the key, the answer, this wonderful, we just furnish the vessel. Amen, for the Holy Spirit. That's, that's the key. That's one of the keys. A great woman of God said that. She said, just furnish the vessel. If anyone wonders, well, how do we know God, walk with Him, know Jesus Christ. How do we fellowship? All these wonderful things. Just furnish the vessel. Just let Him. You know, that that famous phrase, there is a lot of truth to it. Let go, let God. Okay, but, but we still, it's us with Him, okay? This glorious partnership, this covenant partnership, relationship, where we, yes, we, Jesus spoke about persistence. He spoke about repent, you know, um, <clears throat> humble yourself. He who humbles himself will be exalted. These are things we do. Just mentioned three things that we need to do. Repent, humble ourselves before him, common sense, and then persist. Persist. And glorious things happen. We, you know, that, then we, ah, this is so wonderful. We get to that level where He causes us to walk with Him. He fills us with the Holy Spirit. It's so glorious, so wonderful. His presence in glory. Okay, next point. I'm trying to just get as much content into this short podcast. I spoke about this yesterday. The glory of the Lord. 
is the Lord Himself. And He comes with fire and with that... Um, he's a consuming fire, okay? We see that in, in the two most anointed men in the Old Testament, Moses and Elijah. The, he appeared to Moses in the burning bush. That's the fire of the Holy Spirit. The glory of the Lord is just so awesome. Um, Elijah, we know that he chariots of fire, and he was, you know, he went into a cave and covered his face, and just because this is just so glorious. That's an example of going of basically. Isn't that interesting? He went into a cave, covered his face, and just, and the Lord spoke to him. Jesus said, go into your closet, into your private room, your private place. To, you know, shut the door. Pray to your Father who dwells in secret. And your Father who hears in secret will reward you in the open. Glorious things happen. So wonderful. So awesome. The fire... Um, <clears throat> That's the glory of the Lord. Angels carry the glory of the Lord. One of the a verse in Revelation says an angel, his feet were like pillars of fire. His, his, um, that's the Holy Spirit. That's and okay. My point on this is, he's so wonderful and beautiful that. When someone knows, meets Him and knows Him, they will naturally only want Him and to do what He wants, the, uh, wants them to do. Seek Him. Serve Him. Worship Him. The Lord God Almighty. Worship Him. Um, you know, walk with Him. Do... Uh, so it's two areas. Our personal life that's where it all starts right personally he meets every need everything a human being was created for everything that they want need desire long for hope for dream of is found in Jesus Christ is it someone may say okay you're repeating yourself well there's a reason that I'm repeating this. Many reasons. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We have to hear it over and over and over again. We have the privilege of hearing it over again. Um, <clears throat> again and again. Second thing, there's many reasons, but but it just it's so disappointing so frustrating just it I just it's just unbelievable to me that the irony and the tragedy that most people in the world let's look at the big picture how can it be that most people don't get saved they miss out on heaven and they will I don't even want to, it's it's too, almost too harsh and sobering to think about. We can let that go. 
I, I want to I do something I'd at least want to say. It is great to learn from men and women of God who are serving God, who are anointed, and they're they're just walking with Jesus Christ, doing ministry, proclaiming the gospel. Okay, but they're not. Um, well, you know, they're not upset about people who are unsaved and who are apathetic and hostile to the gospel for the most part. I do remember Brian Hart Bonnke was very, very, you know, he's a German, he was a German guy, very aggressive, you know, and he, you know, he was an evangelist, so he had this passion for souls. <clears throat> but my point is, we we simply walk with Jesus Christ in this glorious celebration. Do ministry. God takes care of the results. On the other hand, it's such an extreme irony and tragedy that it's it's almost too much for us to to bear. And now let's move to, to today. Just to, I wanted to just say our ministry has been really looking at the famous stories and events that are in uh, the book of Genesis and Exodus from the Adam and Eve to Cain and Abel to the Israelites. And there's this pattern back then and we see the pattern today. We see it in the life of Jesus Christ. As when he was a man on the earth, this same pattern of God's love and mercy and man's response, which is often, generally, to put it mildly, of man generally chooses self, but in some uh, many examples, there's a pattern of just the uh, man. Let me just read some of the the scriptures Genesis 6 5 through 7 this is just some some of the highlights the Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually the Lord was sorry he had made man on the earth and was grieved in his heart Here's an overview. Adam chose self. Okay, we know the story of Adam. If you've been a Christian, you know the story of Adam. Chose self, blamed God for. Okay, then the first two children born on the earth to human parents, Cain and Abel. Cain murders Abel. The enemy was working through Cain to try to stop the seed of Jesus Christ. Already we're seeing just terrible, awful things. Okay? Then the, the next most famous story, Noah and the Flood. I mean, humans chose self. That's putting it mildly. They had, I mean, I don't even want to say. You just, 
All of this is on a website we've put together called godslovemansresponse.com with dashes between those words. We also are planning to do a book about the, with this content. Okay. So then the verses I just read, Genesis 6, 5 through 7, that's next. I'm trying to go in order of what's revealed in the Bible. Then <clears throat> Genesis 6, 11 and 12, the earth was corrupt before God and filled with violence. All flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. That's verse 12, Genesis 6, 12. So then the Noah and the flood, okay, we know the story of that and wonderful plan of salvation, God preserving salvation. The real story of this is Noah and his family were the only ones still carrying the seed of Jesus Christ that would lead to Jesus. The enemy, again, was trying to stop this, the plan of God to try to corrupt all the seed on the earth so that because he knew that Jesus Christ would destroy him. That's the real inside story of that, of that story, of that event. Okay, then the Tower of Babel. Man said, let us make a name for ourselves. They had self-will and pride. There's another example. We're already seeing this pattern. This just, okay. Sodom and Gomorrah is one of the worst. And I don't even want to repeat what these people were doing. And God's mercy, He said, if I only find ten righteous people, I'll save the cities. The city. And He couldn't find ten. This pattern. Continual... I mean, just on and on and on. Okay, the Israelites. God did all these wonderful things. Now, we know some people would say, oh, well, look, the Israelites were in bondage. How did God let this happen? Well, all of this has an eternal purpose. You know, the whole, everything in the Bible, every event, every story, every reveals Jesus Christ and reveals God's plan of salvation and the Israelites in bondage, that's symbolic of us. We were in bondage. Jesus Christ saved us from that. The whole, you know, all the this many, many aspects of the Israelites, you know, they were um, okay, and then the Passover, what an incredible example. There's like tw at least more than 20 prophecies in just one chapter of Exodus. I believe it's Exodus 12. All of them revealing the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and Him dying on the cross and, and I mean, down to the details of literally God told them, sacrifice a lamb, put the blood on the doorposts. That's Jesus dying and the blood of Jesus Christ covering. I mean, just everything in this story reveals Jesus Christ. Okay? He gave them that, as I mentioned earlier, the cloud of glory, the fire. He came and visited them on the mountain, visited the elders. I'm kind of giving an overview. But literally, a great man of God points out God the Father literally came down on the mountain, you know, and they saw his feet. And it was a paved work of sapphire stone, the glory of God. And then he went back to heaven. I had, okay. That was an incredible. I mean, God visiting the, the I believe it was uh, uh, you know Moses, Aaron, and then the elders of Israel. I think it was seventy. All of that is prophetic about Jesus' disciples. I believe you know, remember Jesus had the seventy plus the twelve. You know, so 
Um, okay, and the people stood afar off. They trembled. They saw the glory of God. And then Moses went up to the mountain. Famous, famous event. You know, God gave him the commandments when he came down. Already the people had built a golden calf. They had taken gold to build something to worship. Already, even though they had seen all of this, Moses was angry, broke the tablets. That's symbolic of the fact that humans, they, we as all humans, break the law. We can't keep it. Only Jesus Christ in us allows us to be saved. So I always wondered, what was this importance of Moses breaking the tablets? It's symbolic, prophetic, that human beings, God gives the law, but humans, we, we fail. We, we will break it. We can't keep it. Only Jesus Christ allows us to, to walk with God, to be saved, and to do God's wonderful commandments, which is now we're in the New Covenant, which is the seal is the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we're seeing a pattern here. Alright, so then let's go to the life of Jesus Christ. I mean, oh, before that though, the life of Joseph, the fourth patriarch. Every, there's like as many as 18 glorious revelations of that reveal Jesus Christ in His life. Now let's go to the life of Jesus Christ, the man we know about Him, about what, uh, you know, about how he was treated. Okay, that's one of the greatest examples of God's love, of course, really the greatest. You know, Jesus dying for the world. Amen. Okay, one, I want to hone in on just a few things that we sometimes don't think about. And again, I'm, I'm honing in on God's love man's response which is so ironic and tragic and shows how foolish and mankind is and how much we miss it and how uh, ridiculous our behavior is really that here's Jesus Christ three years of ministry doing all these incredible things healing all in, in many places, healing people. Um, first, proclaiming the kingdom, the glorious mysteries of the kingdom, okay, preaching, okay, healing physically people who were suffering greatly, healing people who had been suffering for decades, giving sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, healing the crippleds, 20, remember, 20,000-30,000 people or more following Him at times. Okay, that proves they knew this was something absolutely like beyond comprehension. The miracles that He did. You know, the miracles, the just... So I want to... One thing I'm honing in on is the practicalities Okay, but then man's, how man misses it. 
Okay, all these people following him, the miracles he did, walking on the water, calming the storm, feeding all the, the 20, 30,000 people with just a few small loaves of bread, uh, you know, a small amount of bread and fish, on and on and on, raising three people from the dead. And yet, it's revealed to us that the people didn't believe he was the Messiah. They didn't believe it. This was before he died. This is before all of that. They didn't. He asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? They said, well, some say Elijah, some say one of the prophets. They didn't even believe. I mean, how foolish is that? How, how ridiculous is that? That they couldn't see that. Okay, but it's part of this pattern. I'm just honing in on something that maybe we haven't thought about. We know that he died for the world and that they, it was this terrible... I mean, that's, that is the greatest example of God's love, okay, that God would give His Son like that, that Jesus would die for the world, choose to do that, that He would choose of His free will, that He would, He, he it's just this holy, sacred thing, sent, you know, but also man's foolishness and ridiculousness how utterly ridiculous and foolish that how can this be do you see that that's that's part of this overall i mean obviously this pattern and let's go to today generally it's the same thing today same thing humans choose self generally those of us who are saved, we're really only saved by the grace of God. We are only saved by the grace of God and of Jesus Christ. Without Him, there's no hope. I mean, that, that is an absolute fact. You know, I remember Reinhard Bonnke saying, thank God for Jesus. I mean, what a... Gl-. You know, without Him, we would all be doomed. Okay? But also, let's think about how in this pattern, we see this... You call might call they call it in when people write stories an arc, a theme that's throughout is God's love, His plan of salvation that He had before the foundation of the world, the first person, all along in that even in the first person, Adam who sinned, God clothed him and Eve with the coats of skins, a clear, just. Reveals God's love. Reveals that He had a plan of salvation all along. He, he was reaching out to them. The first person sinned, chose self, disobeyed God, chose self, sinned, then he hid from God, was afraid, and then he blamed God. We would have done the same thing. Literally, he said, God said, what did you... You know, asked him two questions, and what did Adam say? He said, well, the woman that you gave me gave me the fruit, and I ate. He blamed God. The first person. So, but God's love, His this plan of salvation all the way through. Isn't this amazing? Today, plan of salvation. He's given the Holy Spirit available. He's available fully to every person. He's... He's knocking on the door of every person's heart. His, the Holy Spirit is convicting them. 
He can't make anyone choose Him because they're made in God's image. This is unbelievable. You know, we can even look at our own life. I can say, I've missed it and I've, you know, we, we have... Um, okay, so in case someone says, well, it sounds like you're really judging mankind, well, I want to start by judging myself. And, ju- you know, I've even given specific examples in my own little circles <laughs> where we... People don't even care. They don't even care. You can tell them and it just goes over their head. They don't even care. They don't, people are apathetic. They're hostile to the gospel. They, they make fun of it. I mentioned those entertainers. They make fun of, of these things that are holy and sacred. And I want to say, you know, I'm doing this podcast live and I, I, I think I've, In some of my presentations in the last 15-20 minutes, I could have done it better. Um, I almost should probably just read what I, you know the things we've our ministry has put together in words and just read them and let them stand. But I want to, you know, I'm I'm also wanting to really, uh, you might say, work out the material that we see. I'll finish with this. God's love, His mercy, His nature, always with the plan of salvation, um, dealing with the enemy trying to destroy the seed of Jesus Christ, dealing with mankind who is so utterly foolish, they choose self and they just it's just it's just ridiculous, okay? But he's always... This, this overall pattern, this arc, this... And today, Jesus available to us as believers. Always available. His mercies new every morning. He offers fellowship. He literally offers to fellowship. And, and God has revealed Himself through Jesus Christ Isn't that glorious? What's God like? Just look at Jesus. What's the Almighty, only true God like? He's revealed Himself fully. Jesus is literally the the exact representation of God's nature. He's the image of the invisible God. He's literally God Almighty. I think it's very fascinating that Jesus, remember He said that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. You know, when we... when we um, worship Jesus Christ and proclaim it, we're worshiping the Father God Almighty. That's His... I mean, He literally... The Father God Almighty literally spoke audibly from heaven and said, this is my beloved Son. Hear Him. Listen to Him. Glory to God. I mean, this is so wonderful. So, the Holy Spirit is the great revealer and of Jesus Christ. And so anyway, 
thank you for listening. I know this is a lot of new content. That phrase, I wanted to work out the material, get it, present this. This website we've put together, there's a lot of work to do, we need to do on it. It's not, it's not final in, in any way. Um, it's, it's, please bear with us on that if you visit that site. But please do visit our main website, wonderreality.org. The email us at hello at wonderreality.org. We're, we're here for you. We want to serve you and believe with you. A lot of material on our website that's um, a lot of content for free. We also have um, cha- you know YouTube channel, uh, another YouTube channel called Primetime Pictures. The podcast is on four platforms. We've um, please check out our books on Amazon.com. If you're a member of Prime, you can get them for free. But we're emphasizing websites recently. They're on our homepage of our main site. But that's a way that people can just get the content immediately for free and enjoy it. And, you know, they don't have to, as long as they have the Internet and a device. And we've gotten, we've now the the nation count of people have, we haven't promoted... We're really not promoting our our platforms or anything. I'm promoting it now, but but in the last month, people from more than 56 nations now have visited these websites, and you know that's just again that's just that's not a full um, stat. We we just generally check out maybe a, a few times a week. We look at the stats and see there's probably a lot more um, people from every continent. A lot of visitors from China, from Europe, many cities in China, Europe, um, places, you know, Eastern Europe, Western Europe, Russia, uh, you know, India, all in Across the U.S., many cities in the U.S., South America. Anyway, I'm just. The goal is to get this to anyone who will listen. This glorious message, Jesus and His glory, the glory of God. It's available. He's. The treasure. Jesus is the treasure, the gift of God. Just a quick review. Uh, in the last two or three days, I've been emphasizing the rewards, treasures, riches, gifts, the gift of God, the promises that Jesus offers. That's all contained within eternal life. It's just so awesome. Do you realize? The greatest thing for a human ever to experience is the presence of Jesus, the glory of God. Contained within Him and, and is what I just mentioned. The eternal, infinite, unlimited, 
unsearchable rewards, treasures, riches, gifts, promises. I mean, just so awesome. The Holy Spirit reveals this. And I'm, I'll, I'll, for the second time, I'll say, I'll try to finish with this. The reason this is, I emphasize this with such, so much. One of the reasons is, is that I know, because I've been there, most believers, here's another way that we completely miss it. Most believers don't understand the glory of God and and the Spirit-filled life. They just don't. That's a great example of how we as humans are totally foolish and do ridiculous things. We don't get to that. We don't understand that. And we're like judging others and you know doing all these, getting off on all these tangents, which I, I admit I do too. But the entire purpose of life and reason for living for all eternity is to know the only true God and Jesus Christ and to experience what Jesus calls life everlasting. And four things keep us from this. Our old nature, sin, the world, the enemy. The enemy deceives the whole world. Every person is deceived to a certain extent. And and that's one of the ways that he deceives people is into thinking that a walk with God, a walk with knowing Jesus Christ is dead religion, that it's boring, awful, dry, that we have to just come... If someone's going to do that, this is what people think. Well, if someone does that, they've got to... Tr- it's going to be awful and they're going to have to try very hard and they'll, to be like Jesus and they're never... It's never, you know, nothing... And it's, um, I'm going to have to give up all these things and give up, you know, can't have fun and got to act spiritual and do, you know, be strange and go where, uh, go to these church services where people are cheesy and weird and, 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 uh, and they judge people. I've heard numerous people say, oh, Christians, some people I've heard say, oh, Christians are the biggest jerks I've ever known. So I'm not going to be a Christian. Well, for, we can forget everything. When God fills someone with the Holy Spirit, you'll recognize yourself. That's what Reinhard Bonnke said. It's glorious. It's a glorious celebration. And that's why I'm emphasizing that list, that group, the rewards, treasures, and all of that. That's a great example our book Jesus Christ Promises that was one of the goals of the book it's like look at what's right here in the, what Jesus taught about what he said what, let's not let's move beyond this deception I understand that okay and it's, it's actually the natural progression of a believer is that they start in the born again phase they don't understand anything nothing works everything they do is rejected but when someone finds the Holy Spirit, that's the key. That's the third birth a human can experience. And that's the key. That's the whole key. And um, and that's these great men of God that I've mentioned. 
That's the key. They, they will say that. Like that famous pastor, uh, Yonggi Cho in South Korea, who's, you know, fa- they asked him, what's been the secret? He said, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Um, all these patriarchs of the faith, Oral Roberts, Kenneth Hagin, Reinhard Bonnke, Marilyn Hickey, on and on and on, these wonderful patriarchs, Yonggi Cho, um, and remember, there's not a lot because the laborers are few. Every one of them would say it's the presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. That's the key. So wonderful. So I go back to what I've been saying. What's the answer? That personal, private relationship with Him. Amen. Amen. Going right to Him. Having that, someone has that, they have the treasure. That It's glory to God. Thanks for listening.